your beers and open your ears. Turn it up loud so you can hear. Here, sit back, relax, and take a toke. Beers mandatory, ain't no joke. It's Chris and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. It's Grip and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. It's NBA and NHL and beers and NFL and mandatory stuff and sometimes MLB and skips and bleeps and where do we live and it's lots of lots of fun and everybody likes it and it's Grip and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. It's Grip and Nick and Taylor too. We're gonna have some fun with you. Nick, I, Nick, I'm done. I have no more lyrics. I, I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm, it's it's not a sandwich, Nick. It's it's a cookie. It's two layers of cookie. It's a cookie, man. It's a cookie. Cheers. Episode... 38? 7? I don't know. What the diehards tell us. <laughs> yeah. uh, beer's mandatory. We're back. Took a back. two weeks off. Man, like life's busy. Nick's in school. Yeah. Life gets busy. Yeah. I have every Monday and Friday off in the summer. Try to align your schedule. All summer? Uh, I am going to work the last I week. I have of... Tuesdays off, but I work. But it'll switch over in June. Won't it? No, it's still the same semester. It will in September. Oh, interesting. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good yeah. point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, uh, I'll probably work the last week of August just because there's like two big events that happen at my work. I'll be off. Well, there you go. So maybe I'll take I'll be off for like two weeks, like the last two weeks of August. Okay. Well, I have uh, Monday Friday off that second last week. <laughs> Let's hang. Yeah, just those days, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I, I booked, just finally booked vacation, so I'm excited to say I'm coming to see my buddies Richard and Taylor. You guys might know them. Taylor's a founder, a founder of Beers Mandatory. I'm going to see them in Kelowna. Yes. Uh, so it all worked out pretty swell. That's awesome. Um, and just how my vacation worked out with, like, long weekends, weekends, and having Mondays and Fridays off. Getting it all overtime in. With, like, overtime time. Yep. I only had to take five vacation days, and I have off from August 2nd to the 20th. August, what? Yeah. all month. Yeah, it's like eighteen days. Holy shit! Are you and going for that long? No, I'm going from the seventh to the fourteenth. Oh, for a week. For but seven. it's just like because I have the Monday Fridays off, and there's the holiday Monday on the fifth. And so you want like a Monday to Monday or Wednesday to Wednesday? Wednesday to Wednesday. Well, actually, I haven't booked my return flight back yet, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, might get stuck there. Is Lauren going too? Lauren's coming. Nice. Yeah, so it'll be good this time. Um, I don't know. I'm still kind of just get fucked up with. And you're staying at Rich's. I'll stay. I'm with Taylor Wednesday. We land at like one o'clock on Wednesday. Okay. So I just said like me and Lauren can just go to a bar or whatever or something like that. Hang have lunch out. and something like that. And then Tay can get us after work. Oh, okay. And then he said he could take Thursday and Friday off. So then we'll just hang. Nice. Like all the, And so he's been generous enough to let me crash Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then I figured Saturday, me, him and Rich or something like that can go golfing. Oh. Oh, because ironically enough, I totally forgot. I didn't even realize this when I booked the trip. The Saturday's my birthday. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so it kind of worked out. Honestly, I didn't even. It just was didn't like a, like a happenstance, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, and it was birthday. like a perfect transition day. I know, man. As we get older, it's just kind of like birthdays. Another like, fucking day, man. Uh, Another fucking day. Yeah. Um, but so we'll probably play around of golf or something like that. Nice. Get around of golf in there. That's awesome. And then. Uh, well, if you want to warm up before then, we can go up for around here. Probably should. Yeah. Probably should. It's been. So a, then you can school them. When been, you a go over. Yeah. been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I definitely will not be schooling Rich or Taylor <laughs> out there. But uh, yeah, yeah, let's do that for sure. Um, so beer's mandatory. I think we're basically going to dedicate this one to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, it feels right. I mean, do you have anything to add? Like, I've, I mean, I've heard Ben Roethlisberger is a shitty human being. Go figure. <laughs> Antonio Brown and John Gruden are already kind of getting on each other's cases. Surprise, wow, surprise, right? Wow. Like, yeah. No one saw that coming. I'm like, is that even news? No. <laughs> it's like, the sun gets up or the sun rises every single morning. John Gruden and Antonio Brown are combative people. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, it's just things that you know. So true. Um, but so we're just going to basically end the Western Conference Finals was kind of a joke. Yeah. Like, nothing against I didn't. Portland reminded me of Toronto with Lowry and DeRozan. Yeah. Right? Like, one of our listeners isn't going to like that comment. 
I, I'm sorry. Hey, Tay, I'm sorry. But think about it like this. The only advantage Portland had, it, the only advantage Portland can claim it has definitively over most teams is their guard play. But are you yeah. taking Steph or Dane? Steph. Are you taking CJ or Clay? Clay. So you don't even have that advantage, right? Like, I'm sorry. I, I just didn't. Like, kudos the, to Portland. I think Portland had a great year. I think they needed it. They got swept in the first round last year yeah. by New Orleans. Like, I think they absolutely needed this run, but... But if, if if you had Lillard, like a player like Lillard and McCollum to play against Curry and, and Clay, that's fine. But yeah. you need you need to mismatch them. Yeah, down somewhere low you or, need to have like Nurkic. When when Nurkic went down, that was huge for them, right? Like they yeah, lost him to the season. Exactly. Right? Like, but you need, if you had a more versatile center than Nurkic, one that can actually yeah. bang down threes, like something like that. If, if you had a Brook Lopez, if you had a Lopez or even Gasol. like a Gasol, anything like that, right? anyone like that, man. it's a different series. An for sure. Yeah, like, I just I. Nothing against them, right? Like, I love Dame. I love, like they're great guys, but it's just really me, it didn't matter. We go, up. we go way back. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just like it wasn't there. Nothing against like you don't want to diminish anyone's accomplishments in the playoffs or anything like that. But like that side of the bracket was kind of a joke to me. West, like, the West side of the and bracket the East was so much better. Yeah, but like that West bracket, it was like Denver, San Antonio, Portland, uh, OKC. Yeah, and it was Portland, Denver. I'm like, that was such a joke of a bracket. Yeah. Like, I, I, I almost placed the best. I missed it because I, you had to bet by the start of game one, uh, on the Saturday of the first. But I was telling you guys in the group, uh, ten dollar bet on the Spurs to make it to the Western Conference Finals was a ten thousand dollar payout. Holy shit! Yeah, and I'm just like, they can do that. This is kind Why of a, you that? this is kind of a. I tried to. Oh, did you? But it was like. 106 and the first game started at one because well, they went to seven with denver right right but like here's the thing they get through that they I, could be portland absolutely right i'm just saying like that side of the bracket and then they get destroyed by golden state which is fine but it was just to make the western conference finals so true right like yeah. um i don't know it was just it's just kind of a weaker half of the bracket right like i think the east definitely had a more balanced bracket as a whole well man let's like even like even let's say like toronto and philly went to seven and it, it came down to the famous Kawhi five yeah. bounce buzzer beater in Game Seven, but like, it sucks to say, but that that series could have gone either way. Oh, like, exactly. Philly's a good team, man. And here's and the thing, right? Like, I, I think if Boston was last year's Boston, yeah, if they were last year's Boston, I'm calling both series a total toss up. Boston, yep. Milwaukee, yep. us, Philly. Like, well, they were like they they dominated Milwaukee in Game One, which was one, maybe yeah. a fluke, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Once once Milwaukee won, it was just like cakewalk from there on out, right? Like they went right. four straight. But I think it was a combined sixty-three points. I heard this morning. What the, in the, the four point differential? No, just no in the four games total. Oh, okay. They, decided, they sc- outscored by sixty-three points over the next four games, which is like beating a team I think by like sixteen or something like it, that, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like next to this like sweep of Portland, like that was that was an equal blowout. Right. Exactly. Other other than game one. Um, just a quick story about game seven. This is like. I really wish I like I I, I was I was gonna text it in the group. Game seven of Philly Toronto. Okay. I was going to text it in the group, but I thought we would be doing beers mandatory, but then, like, again, life just got in the way, right? Right. So I wanted to save it because it's just not something that you can effectively say uh, over phone, right? Like, I just... Like texting. Yeah, just, like, yeah. in the group. They're, like, how I talk and how I tell a story, right? Like, it was never going to come across exactly the same um, in, the, in the group. So my buddy at work, uh, she's awesome. She's, the, like, the admin assistant, so she, like, does all the... Files all the paperwork and does everything. She's great, fantastic at her job, no nonsense, love her. Um, it was our three year friend anniversary, by the way, on uh, Facebook. She told oh, me today. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> um, anyway, so she has a really good friend. Like, one of her best friends lives in Toronto. Right. And he has a buddy who has a girlfriend. Yep. So, again, this is like a buddy, buddy, buddy story, right? But it's friend just of like, a friend of a friend. Friend of a friend of a friend, right? <laughs> so. We should call it Buddy One, Buddy Two, Buddy Two's girlfriend. And Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy? <laughs> no, okay, you're right. No, no, no. We're going to take my buddy out of the equation because she really doesn't factor. She just told me the story. Buddy Guy, Buddy Man, and Buddy Dude. No, it's too confusing. <laughs> it's too confusing. It's too many guys. It's too many men. It's too many dudes. Let's go Buddy One, Buddy Two, Buddy Two's girlfriend. Okay. So Buddy One, Buddy Two, Buddy Two's girlfriend are at a bar. Um... And they're wearing like old school Raptors jerseys. They're watching Game Six. Like who? Like Carter? T-Mac? No, I assume Carter. Okay. Definitely not T Mac. Like outside of maybe Taylor, I don't know of anyone that would think of a Tracy McGrady throwback <laughs> jersey, right? Like I just don't know of that person. Um, so they're watching the game, 
and the uh, the waitress comes up, you know, they're wearing like hats, they're all decked out and everything like that. Um, they're like, hey, you know, we're running this contest right now. If you buy like this Coors Light uh, Stein or Coors Light cup, take a picture on social media of the two of you wearing your jerseys and everything like that. Use these hashtags and everything like that. Uh, and follow the bar and everything like that. We have a chance to win two tickets, sweet, like box seats to game seven of the Philly Toronto series. If it goes there, right? Wow. It was either that or game three of the finals if they didn't go through or it was oh, okay. like a cash value if they didn't make it through yeah. kind of thing right yeah so the girlfriend takes buddy two's phone takes a picture they put buddy two's phone number down in the contest so buddy one buddy two get in the picture it's all like they're awesome right like they have the cups they've bought and everything they've gone through all the steps to enter this contest right and buddy two gets a phone call the sun or the saturday before game seven which was on a sunday yeah and it's like you've won the contest you get two tickets, right? So he calls up Buddy One, who's my buddy's buddy. Right. Buddy One. He's like, yo, this is great. We won the tickets, right? Like, we're going to get together. We're going to go watch Game 7 in a box. It's going to be great, right? And about 15 minutes later, he calls back. Buddy Two's girlfriend says because she took the picture, she gets to go to the game. She wasn't in the picture. She wasn't wearing the Raptors clothing that you need to do. She wasn't, uh, she didn't use the hashtag. She didn't enter the contest. She didn't buy the beer glass. She didn't do anything that she needed to do. She physically took the picture with Buddy 2's phone and they used Buddy 2's number to enter. So Buddy 1 is like, Yikes. dude, fuck you. Like, we need to go, right? He tried calling the bar, right? The contest didn't say that they gave out two individual tickets. It was just that you gave out a pair of tickets, right? So like the bar was kind of like, look, we don't really want to get involved with what this who, is who, yeah. who, who deserves them and who doesn't <laughs> right like we really like we can't say like the guys met the contractual obligation of the contest right it was a pair of tickets to one winner right, right. it wasn't one ticket to one winner and one ticket to another winner right only the people in the picture can go to the game type of situation. sort of thing yeah, right yeah, it was yeah. just like you put down one phone number one phone number one two tickets and right it was buddy two right? right so buddy one's pleading with his buddy and apparently they've been friends for forever right like He's playing with his buddy, and the guy just says, nah, man, my girlfriend says she's coming. She's, by by all accounts, like, she doesn't like sports. Like, she's just kind of, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I know plenty of women, but she's just kind of a girlfriend of a guy right. who likes sports, right? Like, right. Um, and so, like, the friendship's now over. Like, apparently they're not friends anymore. Like, Buddy One's, like, what destroyed, un- right? Like, Buddy One was, like... And it's not even that, like... It's because he said, you're, me and you were going. Right? And then he called him back and said, my girlfriend... 15 minutes later. ...was like, no, you can't go. That and then, of course, like knowing what we know now, that Game 7 was the Kawhi Leonard <laughs> four-ball bounce, right? Like, That's terrible. Right? That's like, terrible. Oh, I mean, like, that sucks. And like, here's the thing. Like, people, like when I was hearing that story, like, I was floored. Because everyone knows it worked that I'm kind of like a huge Raptors fan and everything like that. Right. right? Like I was floored. I couldn't believe that that was happening. And they're like, well, what would you do if Lauren did that? And I'm like, I honestly can't imagine a situation where Lauren <laughs> would ever do that, right? Like, yeah. So I guess I'm very fortunate in that way. But like, if I won tickets to a Raptors game or something like that, like, she'd obviously come with me if I wanted her to come, for sure. But if I was just like, if I was with Nick and we were at a contest and like me and him were doing it, right? Like she would just be like, yeah, just go in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Really, she doesn't want to go. She yeah. would go to like... She would. She would go, but she would yeah. like... After, like, I told your buddy that he was going, no, now we're not. Like, also like, that as yeah. well too, right? Like, because yeah. buddy, buddy two's just stoked to call his best friend from life to be like, we're going to the game, right? Like... That's crazy. I know. It was like... <laughs> That's crazy. It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially your game... The game, game seven that it ended up being what it ended up being right. Like I mean, hindsight. You like, never, you're not gonna you know expect that. a game seven like that to be insane, but the way that it, like but still box seats at a game seven like beer. It like, was like that five thousand like dollars moment in in Raptors, Raptors history. history, right? Two days. Two date. That All was right, long. Well, wood. What a nice little lead in there. <laughs> so. What have been your thoughts overall, Nick, of the sort of the conference finals, everything? Like, what do you want to break it down? Like, how did you feel after game one? How did you feel after game two, three, four, five? After game one, I thought, okay. Oh, okay. It's in Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. 
I expected the Bucks to come out and win at home, take care of business. Raptors played better than them for three quarters. And I like the way the Raptors played. They lost the game, and I thought they should have won, as did many, but they let you it go. You get outscored by 30. It was 32. Milwaukee's a good team, as we've said. You got outscored 32-17 in the first quarter. Yes. Or the fourth quarter, I should in say. In the fourth, the fourth quarter. quarter. Yeah. Which sucks, but yeah. it happened. Milwaukee was at home. Um, game one, whatever. Game two happened. I was like, uh oh. They came up flat from jump. Yeah. Like from like the it first was never, quarter. It was like, never. It was never a thing. They're not getting this. Like game. I think at one point they start. They got back within like ten yeah, or it was like thirteen, nine or 10 and it was or like, like that, enough yeah. to keep us interested. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Milwaukee just kind of brought it back put to it seventeen. Bed. It was like back to seventeen. That was like to nine, seventeen, right? So I think all of us at that point were kind of like, all right, like yep. not not ideal, but all right, we're going back to Toronto. Let's go. Let's yep. let's let's at least get this one win and go for yeah, yeah, yeah. See what's up. And they got it, man. It was game three. It was a, it was a grind, but, but they got it, was, it done. Man, that it was. <laughs> they got it done. Yeah, and that's when Nick Nurse, to his credit, so everyone was like, Mike Budenholzer is the coaching advantage at this point through five games. At this point through five games, Nick Nurse is. By the way, you're going to hear a lot of tapping throughout this entire time. Uh, that's just my superstition. Um, Nick Nurse throughout this entire series has. Um, yeah, he's starting to believe it. He's starting to believe it, and I'll tell you why he's starting to believe it after this. Um, but Nick Nurse is just. The adjustments he's made have been... He's been a better coach. He's been a better right. coach. Right. In game... Like you're game saying, three game three. Game three was Kawhi on Giannis. Pascal on... Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Kyle on Middleton. Uh, Milton, yeah. And then you have Gasol on Lopez. Yeah. Can we just stop for a second and appreciate Kyle Lowry that, like... Even when Giannis goes up against Kyle Lowry, like... Dude, he's... It's a 50-50. It's 50-50. Like, Giannis no, might score because he's taller. Kyle Lowry might stop him because he's fucking tough as but shit. But even, even, like... Because Kyle's even taken a few fouls. Um... When Giannis is coming in, love it. Especially the way that Giannis has been shooting yeah. the free throw. Like, that's... And Kyle, man, is like... I mean, I'm not, like, the... I don't... I'm... Like, I've told you, I've, I've really picked up on basketball now. But, like, you can tell that Kyle has an extreme sense of, like, just basketball IQ. Being the... Playing the game. Like, knowing what to do, the situations. Intangibles and, are always kind of tough for me in sports because it's, like... What is intangibles? Really How do you measure mean? it? Like yeah, exactly, yeah. Right? like they're, they're by definition they're immeasurable, right? They are, but because people be like, "Oh, Kyle went one for nine shooting." It's like, yeah, but do you see how Kyle like stuck his nose in when he was three feet away from a pass and like yeah. poked it loose? Or like, like you know someone I mean? gets a rebound and he brings it down low, and Kyle Lowry punches it loose yeah, and then goes like, off on the break. That's right? inv- like, like that is huge, man. Like yeah, he changes like, games at the end. That's like that. stuff that's not te- right. So I guess maybe if you had to define intangibles, it's stuff that's not teachable. It's just like. Yeah. Like, you just do it's it. It's his drive. Yeah, you just, like, you react to a play, and you you win the play, It's right? just like, like killer instinct. Man. Exactly, right? Um, so, sorry, I want to hear how you were after, so after game three. Game three, I was like, well, stoked, obviously. Like, Done, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could argue that Milwaukee could have won, but like we were talking about earlier, Toronto let won game, game one, one get yeah. away. Uh, Milwaukee definitively won game two. We go to game four, Toronto definitively wins that game, yeah. which at that point, I was like, all right, here we yeah, go. Here it like, is, we're yeah. back. Like, like the life was back. Because in here's the thing, right? In game four, to me, like, so you had your Leonard on Giannis was again slowing him down, right? Like, he had 25 points. Was that the game that? Oh, he had 25 points and 10 rebounds. But game three was the game was when Giannis 12 had, like, and 12 points. 12 and 23. Yeah. I read a stat uh, over the past two fourth quarters, so game four and game five, which we're gonna get to as well too. Giannis has zero points, zero assists, three rebounds, uh, one block. No steals, three turnovers. Yikes. Fourth quarters. It's Kawhi, man. Right? It's Kawhi. <clears throat> like that's I, I don't even I don't even know what to say to that, right? Like uh, Kawhi is Giannis is the MVP. Yeah, I I, I don't I I don't know, man. I, I guess is he gonna win MVP? I think so. Between him and Harden? I personally think so. Yeah. I don't know, just like I don't know. I think he'll just win it. Just because Harden won it last year, right? Like, yeah. the, the NBA, like, here's the thing. If the NBA really voted the most valuable player every single year, LeBron James would have, like, 11 so MVP true. trophies, so right? True. Like, yeah, they, yeah, I just, yeah. I think they, like, Russell Westbrook led the Thunder to the playoffs and averaged a triple-double the first year after KD left, right? Yeah. But, like, he was so inefficient, right? It was just, like, it was a perfect story. Like, I think Harden probably should have won that year. Yeah. LeBron probably should have won last year. Yep. I don't know. It's just... Again, I, I just yeah, think it's, I know more of the, it's more of the story versus the actual. And the Bucks mm. had a great, yeah, they were the number one seed, and 
Yeah. Obviously, for MVP, they don't take into account playoffs. No, the votes come in before playoffs. But right. they do take into account playoff seeding and stuff like that, right? Like, so say it's so like number one I, seed. Like, we, you'll, exactly, right? Yeah. Like, they'll take that into account. Like, I, 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 I could okay, be, then. I could be wrong, but yeah. I don't think there's ever been a player that's won MVP that their team hasn't made the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Like, things like that. And if they had not had Kawhi Leonard on, like, load management. Well, like, I heard a very interesting point today. So, the Raptors were two games back of Milwaukee, right? They're two games back in Milwaukee when they finished the season. Kawhi Leonard missed 22 games. Giannis missed 10. Okay. You play Kawhi Leonard for eight more games? Raps are... Two more wins. Raps are, raps are five more wins, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Literally, though. Right? Like, so, <laughs> I mean, it's just... Happy that load management happened, but like... Well, because we're seeing it pay off right now. All I heard when about... Kawhi's playing 52 minutes in double overtime. All I heard at the start of the series was the Bucks were the best team throughout the regular season. All oh, I heard after God, game two yeah. were the Bucks were the best team. All oh. I heard after game three, after game four. All I heard from Giannis after game four was that they were the best team and everything like that. And it's like, yeah... Three, four like weeks, I, like three I or four said, weeks man, ago. After we game best. two, like everyone was like bucks and four, bucks and four. Yep. We had, some people in we our group chat. Yeah, yeah. Some people in our circle. We're not gonna say any names on the podcast. I was because I retweeted the um, I retweeted the Thad saying the buck or the raps are gonna get swept <laughs> yeah, with the, the Jonah Hill. I thought of that joke like <laughs> you literally had yeah, like a day before. You were man. just waiting for I it. was waiting for him to win. Was, was that like, after game four that you did it that? Was after game three. Because oh. it would have been the first time that they won, so it wasn't a sweep at that point. Oh, two, oh, two, yeah, two, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, No, I had that after game two. Er, after game two, because he said they were going to get swept after game two. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, and so game five. So we go in, it's 2-2. Raps have hit all the momentum. American media is still going. Back. I was very, very nervous about last night. Too. Yeah? Um, I mean, we the, the Raptors had all the momentum going into it. Milwaukee's back at home. Um, so we, you knew it was going to be a tough game, and it was. And the way it started last night, it was like, all right, you know, 18-4 to at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but again, like, like you said, like last night in the group, a 14-point lead is not really nothing in today's yeah. NBA. Nor is it nothing in the first quarter. Like, like yeah, yeah. within within not even 5, 10 minutes, like, the Raptors cut that lead in half. The Raptors were down... It was like 9... 7. They were down 7 at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. And then I think at half, were they down... Was it, were they down uh, 10? No, at half they were... They were down 6 or something? They were down... Th- Three. Three, they're down three, three. at half. It's like 49-46 or something. There was 49-46, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. Freddie hit two two big threes. Yes, yes. He hit two big threes in the second. And let's game. let's give a round of applause to FED. I heard of the greatest thing today. Freddie Van Fleet can never get a vasectomy. <laughs> yeah. You should definitely continue trying to impregnate his girlfriend. And to his... Like, to, tonight. To his credit, Again. he said... Um, he was like... I don't uh, know if that's physically possible, but yeah. try. Well, people were just like, well, can Danny Green somehow impregnate a woman? <laughs> <laughs> by by Saturday night, though, but Danny Green somehow in front. Um, we need Danny back, but out yeah. We'll on. get there. We'll yeah. get there. Um, but Freddie, to his to his hilarious credit, said, "Nah, it's all me. I shot the shots. Kid did nothing." I know. I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like, read that's that. That's so fucking funny, man. I think Ernie's like maybe it had a little bit to do about it, but I'm not gonna give him that much credit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go through my emotional roller coaster. Yes. From game one through five. Yeah. Because I think it's well known in the group at this point that I'm basically the emotional. Diva Once the bitch. game starts, you might have Graham pipe in with a comment or two, but then you don't hear from him until the very end. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, even when was I talking to you in game four? Yeah. And there was, what, like... There's, like, three minutes left. And we were up by, like, 16. Yeah. And you were like, Man, oh, we got this game. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm not ready to say that yet. <laughs> but then, like, Chris Boucher came in right after that. I'm like, oh, okay, we're fine. It was all within, like, one, se- yeah. one minute. Yeah, I was like, oh, thank God, Chris Boucher's here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I would just, even still, like, I just was not ready to, like, I wanted to. Like, Don't get me wrong, won't. deep down yeah. I was ready to say it, but if I verbalized it, I'm like, I can't verbalize it. Yet, yeah. Right? Like, um, yeah. So game one, I was pissed. Yeah. I was really pissed after game one. I mean, I get it, Milwaukee's at home and everything like that, but Toronto played, like, a perfect first three quarters. They did, man. Toronto played, like, a perfect first three quarters. They got off to a hot start. They were up seven going into the fourth quarter. Yep. Milwaukee went on a 9-0 run in the first, like, two and a half minutes. I was like... Well, didn't they start the game, like, up 16? Possibly. I think Possibly. they were, man. They played with a 
four to eight point lead the entire first three quarters. Yeah, they held the lead the whole game. So I was really pissed. Till halfway through the fourth. I was no, the first two and a half minutes the game was done. Raps were like 0 of five and Bucks were oh, I think it was like four or four. And I was like, no. Yeah. The, the same the, like Just tailed off. Yeah, and it was like they there was I think it was one at one point the Raptors were up. It was 198. Yeah, it was 198. And then the Bucks went on a 10-0 run in the last two minutes and 50 seconds to close out the game. Yeah, right. And it was just like, it was so fucking disappointing. Because here's the thing. If you even just played them even the entire way, then yeah, you when, when you have 100, they have 93. Yeah. Right? Like, if you just played the exact same way that you would play the entire way, right? Like, yeah. it wasn't just shots didn't stop. Because, like, shots aren't always going to fall. No. Like, I'm not ridiculous enough to think that. But, like, you can trust your process on offense and get a two-point layup. You can trust your process on defense and keep doing what you're doing, right? Like, Giannis had a great first game. Don't get me wrong. Credit to Nick Nurse. We'll get there about my emotional roller coaster of the series. Credit to Nick Nurse for adjusting. But Bledsoe, Bledsoe, um, Middleton, like, Brogdon, all those other guys didn't really do anything in game one. It well, was Brook Lopez. Yeah, Brook Lopez. Lopez had 28 points. It was Brook Lopez, right? Which is ridiculous. Like, you're... Whatever, Brook Lopez. You want to hit. You want to hit Congrats, twenty. Man. You want to hit twenty-eight foot threes with Marcus Gasol's hand in your face. Like, good on you, dude. Do right? it again, like, do it again next game. I'm good on you, man. <laughs> yeah. Like Brook Lopez. Like that. To your credit, man. He hit two threes in the fourth quarter there with hands in his face from twenty-eight feet. I know. And I was like, okay. That's why I text you guys after. I'm like, is Lopez always this good? No, no. no. <laughs> he. Yeah, it was in like so. Two years ago, yeah, two years ago when he was on the Nets, I think he shot like 41 threes. He wasn't good on the Nets, was he? He was great on the Nets. Oh, was he? But he wasn't a three-point shooter. Oh, okay. Like, he came he into developed the, that. He came into the league in 2008 as like a back-to-the-basket. Because back then, like, like the, ga- the game was still played that way, right? Like, right. he came in like that. Like, Brooke, he was on like, uh, Raptors played him in the uh, Fuck Brooklyn series. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The great, by the way, and we talked about that last yeah, night. We the did. fuck Brooklyn was amazing. And I just love Messiah's apology. I tried to find it. I couldn't find it on YouTube. <laughs> but he's just like, um, yeah, I'm really sorry about uh, disrespecting the team. And uh, yeah, the league like that. And um, Brooklyn, which is a great organization and a great city. And it's just like, my, you're so... I also thought that was a pretty good Messiah. I'm just like, you're so clearly sarcastic. Like, you yeah. do not believe what you're saying. <laughs> so true. Um, but Brooke Lopez was the center on that team during the Fuck, the fuck Brooklyn series. Right. right. And uh, so it was two years ago, I think he took 81 three. It was 61 or 81 threes with the Nets. And he hit him at like a 30% clip. And last year with the Lakers, he shot like 230 or something like that and hit him at like a 34, 35% clip. And then he went gangbusters with the Bucks this year and just like... What was his percentage? Do you know? It was high. It was like a 38, 39%. Like above above league average. For center. For above position. league average. Oh, period. Like league average is I think like 35.6% or something like that. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's, he's, he's been annoying. To his credit, to game one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Lauren doesn't like Lauren. Lauren is a very. I love watching sports with Lauren. Lauren, um, think Kawhi Leonard looks like Black Steve. So, which is just great, by the way. Um, which I kind of see. Like when I when I watch him now, I'm like, I kind of see it. I need to keep um, looking for it. There's I like I haven't seen it yet. There's like times where he's like at the free throw line. And he's just kind of like. Like when he's like out, out, like exhales or okay, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like you see it. Like certain like, like times and certain facial, yeah, certain yeah. facial expressions, you really see it. But Brooke Lopez reminds her of one of her friend's ex boyfriends who sucked. And she's, I just hate him. And I so like it's just that. like, you're, she's never going to like him. Like the guy could cover the rappers and she's I like that, him. Lauren, because I don't like Brooke Lopez either. I don't know what it is. I just don't like the look of him. <laughs> Not like and Nick he makes Mir- me man. He makes me angry. Nick Miritich is fucking <laughs> face. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm again, and I, we shouldn't be ragging on people's physical. We appearances. shouldn't. I mean, they're but Nick Miritich, you you make like fourteen million dollars. Why do you have those teeth? <laughs> just get dental surgery, man. Uh, it just defies. I yeah yeah. I don't know, man. Um, he is so an game ugly two, bastard. they game two, they blew him out. But then I think Kawhi summed it up perfectly. Like, where do you guys go from here? And Kawhi Leonard said, "Back I, to Toronto." Game three. Back so I'm just like, uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, Milwaukee's got. <laughs> Milwaukee's got, they won their two games on home, but guess what? That's how playoff series are designed. Yeah, like it's for you to win your home. Even Kyle said, yeah, they took care of business at home, like they should have. Yeah. Now it's our turn. Yeah, exactly. And they did. And they did. And then right? they came like, to Milwaukee. And another thing that, no, let's not jump ahead. I know, I got, I got <laughs> excited. I got excited. Um, another thing that, 
that like I just hasn't been saved. Like everyone from the end of the regular season, like Nick Wright was talking about in the second round when they blew with the fucking crybaby blow up Boston Celtics. That like uh, the honest is the best team. They're gonna make their way to the NBA Finals. I'm like, it is unheard of, unheard of in any professional sport. Well, I, it's unheard of in the NBA for a young team that has never done anything ever before in the postseason to just go from knocked out in the first round every year to NBA champions. Right. It is unheard of. You have to go through your trials and tribulations. Trials and tribulations like we were talking about. Yeah. Michael Jordan lost to the Boston Celtics every single year in the playoffs. Then he lost to the Detroit Pistons and Isaiah Thomas every single year in the playoffs. Look, Michael Jordan never made it past the conference finals in the 80s. Right. Right? Never made it past the conference finals in the 80s. And then finally he got over the hump against the Pistons, and then they went on. Right? Um, LeBron James. LeBron James got to the finals when he was a 22-year-old and got swept by the Spurs. LeBron James got to the finals that first year with the Heat when he was 26 years old. That's apex LeBron James. Yeah, prime time. Apex LeBron James. Like, yeah. it seems so long ago, but that's like, it's like eight years ago, right? Like, that's it's like, crazy, man. Like, and he's still so good. That it's like eight years ago, LeBron James, like all the same skills he has now, but, but with a, fresh. But exactly, not <laughs> not old man LeBron yeah. James, right? And he's like, I think he averaged it was like something like eighteen points in the finals. And that's embarrassing, right? Yeah. Like you have to go through these trials and tribulations. It's unheard of. Go down the list. Go down every single pl- like. The only exception I was looking over it today. It was Magic Johnson won when he was a rookie, but he also had thirty-three-year-old MVP Other Kareem, superstar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So it's like okay, yeah. And you were saying Kobe with Shaq. Kobe with Shaq. Kobe and Shaq lost uh, to the Spurs a couple of times in the Western Conference Finals yep. before they broke through. Yeah. They lost, I think, they lost to the Spurs in the second round in '98. Or no, it was the Jazz. They lost to the Jazz. In the second round in 98, because that was the team that went on and lost to Michael in the finals. Oh, okay. And then they lost to the Spurs in the Western Conference Finals in 99 before they won in 2000. Right. Right? Like, Kobe and Shaq. Kobe and Shaq had to go through it. Everyone does, man. Right? So it's virtually unheard of. And so everyone's just ready to anoint Giannis. And it's like, I don't know, man. You're like 24, bro. George Hill is the only person on that team that's been to a finals. And the last time George Hill was in the finals, he was the guy missing a free throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, missing a free throw, and then J.R. Smith was getting the rebound and yeah, dribbling yeah. it out. Right, like that was the last time George Hill was in the finals. Um, so game three happens. It was a grinded out affair. Loved Kwai's defense. Loved con- contributions from everywhere. Right, like, everywhere, man. Everyone was hitting the bench. Um, and so a lot of people said afterwards, basically just Nick Wright. Nick Wright just seems like the twerpiest little guy to me. Right, like <laughs> this seems like such a New York twerp. Um, but if you wants to be on the show, I mean, I do enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. It's I found, debate. I found a way to watch uh, the Fox Sports 1 lineup on YouTube. So someone just, like, broadcasts it live on YouTube. Really? So I get up pretty early now, right? Like, I'm just, relatively speaking, earlier. I'm usually up at, like, 5.45 or so. Just? Yeah, just because. Right? I really enjoy, like, having Quiet a coffee. Time. Yeah, it's watching sports, reading sports, reading an article, right? Reading what's happening yep. before my day gets going. Right? Yep. I just enjoy it. Like it's, no, it's I, quite, I, I quite, like that, man. Quiet time to myself, right? Yeah. So I'll put it on at 6.30, and I just like throw it on the TV and everything like that. And so I just watch like FS1, right? So Nick Ray was just going on after game three about how like Raptors hardly beat them in double overtime, and Giannis fouled out. I'm like, but you guys are also forgetting that Kyle Lowry fouled out with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And Norm Powell fouled out early in overtime. Who we've said many times both were having fantastic games. Yeah, right? Like, they were, like, important pieces in those games. And people pissed all over Freddie still after game three. And Freddie was 0 for 9. Don't get me wrong, that's not great. No. But Freddie also didn't turn the ball over once for 15 straight minutes. Well, um, even Nick Nurse said he's like, was it... I think it was in last night's post I think it was presser. after post-game. He talked about it. He's like, yeah. Freddie, man, he wasn't hitting it. And everyone was ragging on him. But like, I but loved I even, how he played. And Well, yeah. he, he said, I didn't even notice he was over nine. Yeah. Like, I just love how he played. And, exactly. and that goes to, like, even with Kyle Lowry in, like, game one against Philly. Like, when he went one for... Oh, against the two. Magic. Against the Magic. Against the Magic when yeah, he went yeah. one for... No, he went 0-4. Oh, oh he didn't nine. score a point. Oh, yeah, 0-4. Oh and he was 0-2 oh from the line. And people are ready to write him off. Like, oh, it's playoff Lowry. It's like... It's one game, yeah. but but other than his shooting, like he played good, man. He yeah. had a few plays where he like stuck his nose. Seven in, assists, like, seven or eight assists, right? Yeah. And like, here's the thing: they lost on a DJ Augustin buzzer beater. Yeah, like come on. Yeah, like it was the f- nine nine times out of ten they're winning that game. Exactly. Right? Like yeah, 
Um, so everyone, I mean, American media after game three was, you know, uh, Raptors hardly beat them, but I was just like, man, like bucks couldn't beat them without Lowry or Powell. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, sure. And after Giannis went out, Kwai took over and put an eight. Kwai kicked her in a, Yeah, Kwai put in eight gear. points in double overtime. But keep yeah. in mind, Kwai was also hobbled that game and everything like that, right? Yeah. But he still played stellar defense. So after game three, I was just like, Milwaukee doesn't understand what just happened. Milwaukee had their foot on the throat of the Raptors, but they didn't crush them. And I'm like, you do not want to give Kawhi Leonard, two-time defensive player of the year. Marcus Gasol, defensive player of the year. Kawhi Leonard, finals MVP, been to two finals. Marcus Gasol, been to two Western Conference finals. Serge Ibaka, been to a Western Conference final, who's led the lead in block two years. Danny Green's been an All-NBA second-teamer once for sure, maybe twice, but once for sure. Kyle Lowry, who leads the league in charges all the time, right? Like, you don't understand what you just did to these guys, <laughs> right? Like, you basically <laughs> just were like... Ah, fuck, doesn't matter. We'll get them in game four, right? We'll go up 3-1. It's no problem at all. Because they believed their hype. Yeah. Because that's what young kids do. They believe their hype. Don't yep. get me wrong. Yep. And then game four came around, and it was just a Raptors Yikes. business beatdown. How enjoyable was that? It was awesome to watch. Yeah. It was really, really fun and awesome to watch. I was really happy with uh, how everything turned out there. They played a perfect game from start to finish. Yeah, man. That was that was a good game to watch. At no point was I in doubt. At any point throughout that no. game was I in doubt. No. I knew they were going to win. Yeah. I, I knew. After the first quarter, they were up eight, I think. I'm like, nah, this is it. Yeah. Game, game's done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be an incredibly nervous wrecking ball the entire time, but... <laughs> They're done. Game's done. Yeah. Game's done. <laughs> um, and then that was the game, too, where afterwards, every Buck player or every the coach was only concerned about Drake. And me and you talked about it. We did. And it was just like, really? That's what you're fucking concerned about? Like, great. Yeah. <laughs> Drake didn't make Eric Bledsoe go 0 for 8. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. Yeah, like what 11 you... for 45 in the first four games. Yeah. Drake did not do that, right? Like... <laughs> And then I think game four to game five, that's when Budenholzer made his... Uh, I think he's made a couple mistakes as a coach so far. That was a massive mistake. Massive mistake saying that, but then he also brought Brogdon into the starting lineup and took Miritich out. Good move. I'm going to disagree with you personally. Really? And I'm going to tell you why. Nick Nurse right. Nick Nurse in game three was facing pressure. Marcus Gasol was terrible in game two. And Nick Nurse was facing pressure. And he kind of said, like, maybe I'm going to have some lineup changes or stuff like that, right? And I remember he said after the... I was watching the post game afterwards, and he said, well, I said I was going to have lineup changes. Like, I was going to change my rotations. I never said I was going to have starting lineup rotations, right? He believed in Marcus Gasol. Marcus Gasol is a defensive player of the year, former defensive player of the year. He's been to the Western Conference Finals, right? Like, he's who got you there. Nick so Nurse was true. like, this is what got me here. Why would I shoot Marcus Gasol's confidence now? Marcus Gasol's confidence is at an all-time low. So true. Why would I shoot his confidence down? So Mike Budenholzer not only got in his team's head about Drake and everything like that, and like I heard stuff afterwards, Giannis was like, well, we're the best team in the league, we'll be fine, and everything like that. I'm like, oh my God, dude. He's still like, saying that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Um, and then in game five, I think Brogdon's a better player than Nick Miritich. Yeah, 100%. I think Nick Miritich is a black but, hole on defense, and I think Nick Miritich, other than game two, has been really bad for them offensively as well, too. Yeah. But you will not get anything from Nick Miritich the rest of the series. He's done. They put Brogdon in the starting lineup last night. Whenever Miritich played, his offense was, like, he looked even worse than he had looked through the first four games. And really, Brogdon wasn't, like... Yeah, Brogdon was good. Yeah, he, he, he hit his threes, but... But it's kind of like a domino effect, right? Like, you put Brogdon in, but Chris Middleton, I think, had his worst game of the series. He did. And that's directly related to Malcolm Brogdon playing at the same time as Chris Middleton, Middle, right? Middleton had, what, two shots? <coughs> Three. Cause he, oh, no, two shots and two free throws. You're right. Yeah. It was six points, ten assists, ten boards. Yeah. And, like, it's all, it's all a trickle-down effect, right? Like, Brogdon now plays with those starters. There's only so many shots that can go up when the starters are playing together. Right. If now 50% of Middleton shots go to Bledsoe, you're not getting in your rhythm and everything like that, or, or going to uh, Brogdon, you're not getting into your rhythm. Like It was kind of, I get it, I think Brogdon's a better player, but I see you're almost saying. better I off s- at this point just keeping it, like, this is what you got you here, right? Yeah. Like, this is what got you here. Well, and you were getting good production from Brogdon off the bench, too. Right? So Other than game four, you were getting great production off the bench from Brogdon. So now you're now, now what you're saying is... By moving Brogdon to the starting lineup, sure he's gonna give you decent production. But, but you've, now you're getting taken away from Middleton's production. Period. Miritich's production's done. Yeah, you've taken away from Middleton's production as well too. His confidence is flat. I think he looked worse last night than he'd worked. I honestly, I honestly didn't even notice him out there. He existed exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, and I also didn't notice, like we've talked about before, that Giannis was even out there apart from like first quarter. 
Giannis had some stretches last night. Like I said, the past two games, four and five. Zero where you're points. like, is Giannis on the court? Zero points. <laughs> yeah. Zero points. Man. And turnovers. Yeah. And like, I've never seen a superstar in my life. I've been watching basketball since forever. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I've never seen a superstar. So, to, I mean, to his defense, he it looked like he tweaked his ankle there. Right? Did you see that? Like when I pl- think there was a couple times where it seemed like Giannis was slow to get up. He like tweaked his ankle. I think he like rolled it over Kawhi Leonard's foot or something like that. Like, was Kawhi, Kawhi was like Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi like rebounded and Giannis like tripped over him. Yeah, right? it was. And then with a minute thirty six left, they pulled him out. They subbed him out. Or a minute eighteen left, they subbed him out. And they were only down by four or three. It was three. It was three at that time. I, I, I didn't understand you know that what? move. I was like, maybe I they're getting it was more shooters in. Or? No, I think it was his ankle. I think legitimately he was just like. He'd been crushed. He shot three free from the line. I said it was. He pulled him because of his ankle. He was three free from the line. I think it was 90% ankle, 10% Giannis is like, oh my God. In his We're head. in the Eastern Conference Finals. I, he shot three from eight from the line. The Raptors, they were up three starting the fourth quarter. The Raptors are now up three, right? There's a minute 18 left, right? Like Shell-shocked. Their, their defense is just destroying me, right? He didn't score any points in the fourth quarter, right? Like their defense is just destroying me. So he sat, I think it was 38 seconds because he came back with about 36 or 38 seconds left. But in that time, um, Kawhi Leonard missed his three, got his own rebound and got fouled. Right. Uh, then they did the Kawhi Leonard shot that grazed off the front of the rim and Marcus all got the rebound. Yep. Hit one of two. Yep. So now they're up four. And then the very next play, uh, Bledsoe, who played amazing until the fourth quarter and then played like a little fucking spaz, like he's played all series. <laughs> Bledsoe ran into the paint, jumped up, didn't have a shot, threw it to Brogdon. Yes. And Brogdon dribbled it off his leg. Yep. And it went out. And it, so now with 38 seconds left, Giannis came back in and they were down four in Toronto Ball. I have yeah, never yeah. seen a superstar get pulled yeah, I, from that. I, I wasn't sure, but I'm like, no. I'm like, they're not quitting now, are they? I've never seen like, a superstar I, I get pulled. I didn't get it. I didn't, I've never I didn't seen, understand the move. I've never seen that happen. I think it was 90% ankle. I, I think his ankle was tweaked. Like, it, it looked, it was an awkward fall. It really yeah. was. But I think 10% of it was just like, Boonholzer was like, we need Get yourself to, together. I need to collect this kid's emotion. He's 24 years old. At least we forget, right? Like... And when you you're and like you said when you're constantly being told like we're the best team in the NBA, I'm the most like one of the most dominant players. I'm, I'm gonna the MVP, win MVP and everything like and that. And you're right? getting held to zero points in the fourth quarter in a must win game. Not must win, but pretty much as must win as not must win games get. It is the most the must winniest game that they had played all year. Yeah, exactly. If you think about it, they started the playoffs ten and one. Because, like we've talked about, um, after this game five win, a lot of people are. Basically, including Drake himself, are basically assuming that the Raptors are advancing to the finals. Yeah, I'm not there. They have two chances to get there. I'm not one there. at home yeah, yeah, in yeah. Game Six tomorrow. Yeah, but with Milwaukee being shell shocked. With with Milwaukee, like after that game being beaten at your own home, with your superstar being yanked with a minute thirty eight left in the game, his ankles or whatever is tweaked. Whatever it was. Um, he's obviously in his head, and the rest of the team is clearly in their head too. Because they're like, what the fuck? Like we were up two, two nothing. Fred we're now Van Fleet too. They beat us in our home. Fred Van Fleet, the guy that I've heard all series suck shit and hasn't done anything. Seven for nine. Seven for nine from three. Seven for nine. Twenty one. Kawhi Leonard had a career high in assists last night. Nine. All of them were on made threes. Yeah. That means he draw. He drew three defenders, and there was just an open fucking person. It's on like the I'm three. sorry, but you can't. You can't defend that. Yeah. And that. In Toronto, man, they are... Giannis is just half-back diving. I can't even I can't even wait to be watching on the TV just to see the atmosphere. Like, I yeah. I, it, I feel like it's going to be surreal. And, like, Milwaukee's... I mean, Milwaukee had some... I was talking to a co-worker about this. Mavo, if you ever listen. Love you, buddy. Um, Mavis. Their name's not Mavo. That would be a strange <laughs> name. Um, but uh, she was talking about how it's, like... Milwaukee, right? Like the crowd's loud, right? Yeah. But like when Toronto's crowd it's gets different. loud, it's it is a loud, like, loud. Holy yeah. shit! Like, like against free throw, like free throws of the other team. Yeah, dude. Like, but then not only just that, like when we shoot free throws in Toronto, it's like just quiet. Like when Milwaukee shoots free so throws, quiet. you can hear like the crowd talking. Right? Like when, yeah. when Toronto shoots, it's like no, shut everyone, shut up. Yeah, just shut up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when the other team's shooting, man, it's it's a loud building. Yeah, and, and people say, like, they even say, like, man, Toronto is not an easy place to play in. Yeah. And you're you're down 3-2 in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're the finals. Here's the thing. They had lost two games in a series, or two games in a row only once this year, and then they did it against the Raptors. 
And then they're like, we're still the best team. We're totally fine. They haven't lost three games in a row. The Milwaukee Bucks organization hasn't lost three games in a row, which they've now done in the past 15 months. It's been 15 months since they lost three games in a row. Yeah, it was February of last year, right? February of last year. <laughs> and right. for a young, inexperienced team, that goes to your head. Or George Hill. Oh, George going Hill. into Toronto. Going into Toronto with Drake, who is literally in your coach's head. And I'm sure right now in the post games, you know, it's like, yeah, we're the best. He's still saying we're the best team in the league. We're not going to fold. And we don't expect him to fold. I don't expect It's not going to be an easy win. I don't think so either. I don't think but, anything about this series has been easy. Fuck no. But, I mean, for Milwaukee, like, for Milwaukee to come into Toronto tomorrow and win the game. A lot has to go right. Like, I'm almost calling that a miracle, to be honest. Like, that would, that, that would be... That's not only like outplaying a team that's proven. That's destroying you. A team that's proving that their their defense. (laughs) Exactly. A team that's outplaying you. Not only do you have to outplay them, you also have to get over the mental psyche. Like, what happens if you're down twenty seven twenty after one? Like, what does that look like? Like, what what do the Bucks do then? Right? Like, I don't don't know. know. Exactly. I don't don't know. know. This is uncharted. And you know what? And Again, Nick Wright said it. Kenny the Jet Smith said it last night as well, too. Um, maybe this is their moment. It ha- like, every it team needs their moment, right? But, like, if we've learned anything in NBA history, it's a lot more likely that maybe it takes a year, right? But, like, <laughs> exactly. Not only do they have to outplay a team that's been outplaying them for four out of five games, they also have to mentally check themselves and prepare themselves and get themselves over that. And they need to do it on the road in a very tough building to play with an international superstar who's literally ah, 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 laughing at your fucking face. <laughs> I was just say, laughing yeah. at your fucking face when you miss a free throw, right? And I he have a two that free throws. I have, if Toronto gets up early, I have a feeling Drake is going to be extremely extra, <laughs> yeah. which I'm all here for. I'm all for as well, too, right? Like, like I feel like he's going to be, like, his antics are just going to be, like, what we've never seen before. And, like... So I was, I was listening to the Shannon Skip debate about after game four, and Skip was all for it, and I'm like, I don't really love being on your side of this argument. <laughs> but Shannon was against it, he's talking about other greats. Like Jack Nichol, Nick Nicholson and um, Spike Lee were the two Yeah, I, I've, I've seen them exp- like, comparing I mean, Drake to Spike Lee. And stuff like that, right? Yeah. It's just like, oh, they were never that bad. I'm just like, well, Jack Nicholson sat beside... Jack Nicholson's season seats were always beside the opponent's bench. So he was not, he always just sat there cross armed, but like players have reported things that he would just say the craziest fucking shit to them really? when they would walk back. Like he would just like, I'm like I'm a bank girl. like crazy shit, like just like real hard trash talking. Technical stuff. I mean, he didn't get up and you know massage Nick Nurse or anything yeah, 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 like yeah. that, right? But he would like just say aggressive shit to people, right? And Spike Lee has fought Reggie Miller, so I'm like. Look, I'm sorry. Yes, maybe Drake shouldn't have given the guy a massage, but Spike Lee fought Reggie Miller. Once, yeah. Right? Like, What's that, worse? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. that just happened, yeah. for crying out loud, right? So, I don't know. Um, heard an interesting thing today that no Toronto of the big three teams, Jays, uh, Raptors, or Leafs, there's never been a, like, punch your ticket to the finals or punch your ticket to a championship game in Toronto since 1993 when the Leafs hosted Game 7 against the Kings, and Wayne Gretzky scored a hat-trick, and they lost. Really? Like, the Jays got to the World Series in... They 90- won the World Series. They won the World Series in 92 and 93, but they got to the World Series on the road. Like, they, right. beat, they beat the White Sox and the Kansas City Royals right. in Game 6 on the road. Right. Right? The Raptors have never had this opportunity, and so the last time it happened was 26 years ago. So, like... <sighs> city's behind them tomorrow. City's behind him tomorrow, I boys. I can't wait. City's behind him tomorrow. I can't wait, man. Um, anything else to, to really add? Go Raps, man. Go Raps, go. Fucking close it out. Just quick little five-minute... Yeah, close it out. Little five-minute uh, epilogue as well, too. Uh, we've been basically having to watch Game of Thrones, like, oh. Raptor-dependent timing and everything like that. Which has also been kind of like a... Fucking goddamn it! Yeah, Especially yeah. the double overtime. Yeah, because like, that was the finale too. It was, it was like the, the finale. finale. Like, 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 oh serious? my god! Of kidding? course. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, I mean, thank God it was the holiday. Mo- was it? Yeah, it was yeah, the holiday was. Monday. It right? was. Like, thank God because it was like. So yeah. It was probably like ten twenty before I started watching the episode. No, literally. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it pretty much went to midnight for me. Yeah, exactly. Um, what did you think of the last season? We haven't really talked about this, have we? Maybe it's a different time. 
Um, I think I honestly, I mean, pe- I don't hate it as much as everyone does. Like, I, I feel like people just love the bitch. Our personally. fucking culture, man. That's exactly like, I feel like it. That's all. People it is. just love the hate shit. Like, I felt like it was a trendy thing to not like the final season yeah. at, at the end of it. Yeah. Um. With that being said, I do think it could have been better in certain yeah. aspects. But no, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Here's I the liked thing. the way they wrapped it up, too. And here's the thing, right? Like, so season seven and season eight, yeah, they were the... I'm not sure if which seasons... I'm not... I have to go back and watch five, seven, and eight to find out which is my worst season. Yeah. Because five, like, nothing. Other than Hard Home, like, tell me something that happens in season five that you really remember. Like, I... Five? Yeah. Danny hangs out in Marine the entire time, and then there's the dragon pit. Tyrion gets there, but it's kind of boring until he gets there. Yeah. Hard home happens. Jon Snow gets it. Stannis. Dead. Five. Five was a little slow. Five and nothing happened. Right. Yeah. Like five really nothing happened compared to what four was. Like how ramped up four is. Right. Yeah. yeah. Five really nothing happens. Right. Whereas seven and eight, kind of everything happened, and it, it, like it was rushed. Like don't get me wrong, the story was absolutely rushed. It was, but it, it was absolutely rushed. They did well with the amount of. But apparently they could have done the. Well, here's the thing, because I was with my sister last night, and she brought up a good point. I don't know if she thought of this herself or read it or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, because season seven was also only it was only seven episodes, she said. Because season seven ended with the White Walkers crushing crushing the, the wall and walking through, um, it could have been as simple as extending seasons. I know they're working within a budget, yada yada. But if they could have extended season seven to a full length ten episode series like they did or season like they did previously, finished the battle at Winterfell, killed off like did their whole thing with the White Walkers in season seven. Have that climax season nine, the battle at Winterfell, wrap it up in episode ten. There you go, and then start fresh in season eight. Have with, them fight with the Cersei. Battle and have all them the fight Cersei. Yeah, in right. Season eight, like yeah. it, even in your six episodes, and have that ten. Like that would have freed up more time to like, because there was some like. There's wait. some stuff that you could have done to make Danny's transition a little bit more believable. Because it felt right? a little. It felt a little rushed. And like they said, like, I think Daenerys's, like she. Downfall. If you yeah. look at it. She was slowly actually turning. Thank bad. you. Oh my god! I it was wasn't talking, just like bam. Oh, she's crazy. That's like, how people talked like, about man, it. Like, how people talked about it. That's what it was. Like, let's, right? like, let's like for season two, episode three, when she's outside of the gates at Karth. Yeah, Karth or whatever, right? Oh, that was like the paradise. Yeah, yeah where she like loses the house of the undying and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. She literally says, "I'm gonna burn cities." Like she's threatening them, right? I'm just like exactly back in season two, it's she was doing that shit, right? Like all it all since the beginning. series long, it right? since the beginning, yeah. and even leading up to that closer, like she was ruthless when she Sam's family, right? Like like it's and, always been, and they're there. like, "Are you like you're you're literally killing off a family?" Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. And even with Varys. Yeah. I mean, I know that was the episode before, yeah. but still, man, like... It was all there. At that point, like... I, I like what Maddie said there, like, do season seven. I like that, too. That's like, a great I was like, point. wow, I was like, that literally would have been And, good. like, and when I look back at season eight, like, there's minor tweaks that could have, like, again, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. And here's the thing. I just, I need to add before as well, too. Seven and eight, even if you didn't like them, are better than 99% of television. <laughs> so true. Right? Like, it, I mean... Dude, if you're complaining about Game of Thrones, your life's fantastic. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Right? Like, if like, that's your biggest complaint... Yeah. If, you, if you look... Like, if you look at the series as a whole, are you really going to say it's a bad series because it didn't end exactly how you wanted it to and it was a little rushed because they only did six episodes? Yeah. Like, fuck off. And there's, like, exactly, right? And, like, <laughs> and, fuck off. And, like, there's a couple of tweaks, like, you can make here or there. Like, I was talking to Richard. Richard had a great point. Episode five. So Season eight. Yeah, the, like, uh, when she burns, when she burns yeah. the city, right? So, again, I think people are pissed, like, oh, this was a rushed thing and yada, 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 right? I don't think it was. I think it was a lot of seated, right? Uh-huh. I will admit, though, the turn, it's kind of like, when does, like, why did she start burning down the city? It was clearly emotional, like right? Like, when she was perched atop the thing and when she decided Yeah, because she heard and... the bells and everything like that. And, like, again, to the writer's credit, she didn't agree with Tyrion. Tyrion just said that. And she's like, okay, thanks for your point. She didn't agree to it or anything like that. Richard made a great point. It's like, this could be solved as simple as there's three bells throughout the city. The first bell is like right at the gates and they're like, yeah, we, re- we surrender. The second bell is halfway through the city. Yeah, we surrender. And then the third bell is at the Red Keep with Cersei yep. and she doesn't do the bell. And then Daenerys loses her mind and blows everything up. And I'm like, I'm like, that's a great point. If so that true. happens, I don't care about her blowing up the city as much as 
Right? So true. Yeah. Now, did they even really explain who... Because before the bell started ringing, they showed, like, Jamie panically... It, was he going to find Cersei? Or, like, yeah. who rung the bell? Oh, probably just... Like, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right? okay. Like, it really doesn't matter. The bell's more of, like... This, it's, it's supposed to be the surrender, surrender. for um, yeah <coughs> and like you said like at the front gates like all those guys surrendered and then like did was it Grey Worm who like they just charged but it was them? after Daenerys started oh yeah she went shit. and then they were like fuck <coughs> we're going yeah in. exactly yeah. yeah or the soldiers at King Landing were like yeah like he, yeah, he's, yeah she's already burned the fuck out of some stuff and then they surrendered and then Grey Worm just went ahead I mean like I feel like no matter what they did to, people would find shit to bitch That's about. That's classic, right? Like, everyone bitches about everything all the fucking time. That's what the It's like, is. why? Because it, they didn't end it how it would fit yeah. your theory? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I love, it was the showrunners, because they wrote a, there was something like a 1.3 million people wrote a petition saying. I know. To do the, to yeah. redo it, right? It's like, that is ridiculous. The writers, uh, David Benioff and T.B. Weiss, yeah. created their own petition that ended up getting like 600,000 people on it being like, create your own fucking show <laughs> right like <laughs> like guys we've just like literally labored over see how good I, you can yeah do. exactly create yeah. your own fucking show right yeah like, exactly yeah. Right? like really do we care what you think we just created the biggest show of all time so right? like true, go man. fuck yourself right so true <coughs> if you look back on it like one through four and I, six have you ever been compl- like I, personally like i've been like if you look back on your top like five favorite series like has there ever been a series in your mind where it's like it was wrapped up perfectly? You didn't have any gripes with it, like not one. Like it was perfect in your mind. The Wire. Okay, fair enough. Which I haven't actually watched season five yet. It's perfect. Okay, we'll get so we can't discuss it. I'm sorry, guys. But but even think of Breaking Bad. I don't think Breaking Bad was as great as everyone. The, like, en- the ending. I don't think the fight. I don't like. It got to a point where, <clears throat> I guess that was kind of the point. He was like so unlucky. So, but then he was like the luckiest person throughout his entire transition and everything like that. Yeah. Like, and that's why I love The Wire more than I liked Breaking Bad. It was because The Wire was like unflinchingly real. Like no matter what, it was always like exact. Walter White did an episode where he coordinated the killing of eight people in four different prisons. Breaking and it's Bad just was like not. Not really. There's no yeah. realism at all. Like, <coughs> the Wire yeah. is the definition of realism. It was exactly. more to me. It was more of like a documentary, to be honest. Oh yeah. Like, about and that's why I think the ending is perfect because the ending basically is just like, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Right? Yeah, it's just like, guys, this is life. This is then America. But like, City. The Wire is also unlike so many TV series in the sense that it's like it's, it's giving you what it was like, what it what it's like. You know what I mean? It's not like. Farfetch, like, and I love Breaking Bad. It's it's yeah, it's, but it's I, in my top three. But but it's a story. It's a story. It's still a story. It's right? farfetched. It's a it's like story. okay, man. Like yeah. Walter White is not getting out of these situations. Yeah, and then no he does. one's getting out of this. And then he does. The robbing Which a train. Is... Robbing a train. Great episode. I loved it. It was so cool. Yeah, like it was such a cool episode. Great twist at the end with the boy and everything like that. I'm just like, no, no one robs a train. Yeah, <laughs> just a, oh my god! There just happens to be a part of the desert this where isn't a we- this isn't Western. Yeah, exactly. Like, there there just West. happens to be a part of the the desert where no transitions can go. It was just like, come on, yeah. yeah. Like there was a lot of shit like that in Breaking Bad. And do I care? No, because it was that kind of show. But it's a thing. It's called suspension of disbelief. Exactly. Are you willing to suspend your belief in realism for the sake of entertainment? Exactly. And like, and people too. Like, like Game of Thrones also had a sense of realism in the sense that it was ruthless. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't like, no, most shows is like, oh, these are the main characters, I'm not going to kill them off. Game yeah, of Thrones, yeah. no one was safe. Precisely. But I think, I think it, when we look back on it in 10 years, what it'll be is uh, Benioff and Weiss, the guys that, that guys that, you know, adapted and everything like that, will be, will go down as master adapters. Yeah. And maybe not master storytellers or anything like that. Right. right. Like one through four are perfect. Yeah. I think they're perfect. I agree. Right? Like, and don't get me wrong, I've read the book, like, I recommend reading the book. I actually ordered all the books. Did you actually? Yep. (laughs) Good shit, dude. I ordered them off Amazon. Great. 36 bucks for all five of them. I know. I got all, I had one, but I got the other four for $26. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I need to read the books. (laughs) But here's the thing, right? Like, when you read the books, you're just like, yeah, the show is never going to be able to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so sprawling, right? Yeah. I think there's only, like, 31 or... It's, like, 30 or 31 POV chapters, but you meet, like, 1,200 people in these chapters. Really? Yeah. 
It's like you were never going to be able to bring 1,200 characters onto the show. Yeah. Like, it was just, that was never going to happen. Yeah, right, like, right, right, right. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then six. Six is like 30% book stuff, 70% original creation. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think oh, okay. six is like a perfect season as well. So, well, like the ending with, uh, with like... Um, well, like Battle of the Bastards hasn't happened yet in the books. Okay, that's what I was going like to ask. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, John, technically speaking, in the books is still dead. Like he, he's the last chapter in uh, Dance of Dragons. So he hasn't been brought back to life. He yet. hasn't been, no. I mean, it, it's going to happen. Yeah. Obviously, right? And there's some things like... <clears throat> is there any like, release dates on when they're putting out a new book? Dude, the guy's had... He's like blown through four release dates since 2015. Oh, really? Yeah. There's no release dates anymore. It'll it'll come out when it comes out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. No, I, I... It should be interesting to see how... If he deviates from how they went with the... Obviously, well, he will... Oh, I, I think it was supposed to be pretty accurate to what he had in mind. What he had in mind, but he also like there was things that he's like he said he's changed in Winds of Winter, which is supposed to be the sixth book. He said there's things that he's changed in Winds of Winters because the show did it this way. Right. Like he says, like he's gone back and rewrote. Or he's like, oh, I didn't like how that played out. I'm. Gonna or he's just this like, way. or even just like, um, the show did it, so I want it to be more of a surprise for the viewers. So I wanted oh to like maybe, differentiate the books, right? Like, like what's coming exactly? Exactly, right? True. But like, there's so, so there's like so many plots in the book that the show just can't doesn't cover. They just couldn't, right? And that's the case with all like books turned movies or right, TV exactly, series right. and stuff like that. Exactly. By the way, um, I sorry, actually, I'll I'll talk to you off air about it. <laughs> okay. Just because we're talking about Game of Thrones now, I was going to talk about uh, Chernobyl, but. I'll talk to you about that. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Raps, baby. Tomorrow. Let's go. In Toronto. Biggest in the game of franchise history. In the six. Peace. I feel like we've been saying that about every game. Yeah, yeah. But it's been true. It is. It's been true about every game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah, I, uh, I watched it. Because it's like, there's only three episodes of that show right now. Chernobyl. Yeah, okay, because it's still going on.